Hi, this is Aaron Orlando reporting for the Revelstoke Mountaineer. DR Michelle is the executive director of the Upper Columbia United Tribes, um, a coalition of five different U.S. tribes uh, whose offices is centered in Spokane, Washington. On June 26, he's going to be holding a community meeting with other representatives uh, at 7 p.m. at the United Church on Mackenzie Avenue. Um, they're here to talk about um, uh, negotiations and modernization of the Columbia River Treaty, including uh, a central call for reintroduction of uh, spawning salmon to um, the Canadian uh, Upper Columbia River. Um, here, I'm joined on the phone by uh, DR. Uh, th uh, DR, thanks for talking to me today. Thanks, Aaron. Appreciate the opportunity. All right. So, first off, Upper Columbia United Tribes. Uh, what What is that organization? Uh, it's a consortium of five U.S. tribes: uh, the Coeur d'Alene Tribe of Idaho, the Kootenai Tribe of Idaho, the Kalispell Tribe of Indians, the Spokane Tribe of Indians, and the Confederated Tribes of the Cabo Indian Reservation. Mm -hmm. And primarily, what do you do? Our uh, our major role is uh, we're a consortium that helps coordinate those those five tribes on common issues, uh, mostly related to uh, fish and wildlife mitigation on the development of the Federal Columbia River hydro system. Okay, okay. And um, in June, you're going to be visiting Revelstoke as well as uh, I see you're going to Grand Forks, Castlegar, Nelson, and Nacusp. What are you going to be doing in those uh, meetings uh, up here in Canada? We'll have a we'll have a discussion about uh, kind of a, an update on the, the Columbia River Treaty where where that's at on the on the U.S. side. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about our Yukuts fishing, our excuse me, Yukuts uh, fish passage reintroduction work plan, and uh, we'll show a little 27-minute video about uh, a canoe trek that was take that had taken place here a while back, um, and it's just kind of a information sharing about some of the processes here in, here in the U.S. and an update on kind of where we're at with, with those processes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Where, um, as far as the Columbia River Treaty goes, um, as it relates to uh, fish passage, uh, what is the status uh, quo right now of, of uh, your drive to uh, have salmon reintroduced? The Columbia River Treaty is, is still... Uh, Still, that's kind of an open-ended process. The Canadian government, federal government, will be um, will be getting together here shortly to have a discussion about that and where that uh, that whole issue may go. It's a transboundary international treaty, and we're hoping to have um, ecosystem function and and fish passage as part of those negotiations going forward. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, uh, one, I think one of the things that jumps to people's mind um, when they think of fish reintroduction are the, you know, the, the big barriers in the way, the, the, the Grand Coulee Dam, you know, Chief Joe, what, uh, what sort of is new that would allow this to happen? It seems like quite, quite a surmountable physical um, obstacles to, to overcome. And are you going to be addressing that in your presentation? The, the work plan, the initial steps of the work plan or the phase one of that is is a reconnaissance type investigation Together, together all that information. There's a lot of new technologies out there. Um, and 
both studies are to, you know, or that, that phase is to gather that information um, to see if it's feasible to move on to the next steps. And it's a, it's a domestic process that, that will focus on, uh, again, Chief Joe Cooley and the, uh, the issues in the U.S. Okay. Um, what, what sort of things are ongoing in terms of studies or uh, like on the ground practical uh, preparation for um, your plans or, or your vision? Well, there's a, as I mentioned, there's a lot of new technologies. There's uh, floating surface collectors and, and there's moose technology that, that you know, will allow us to do some of this stuff uh, into the future. But it's a reconnaissance type study that, that would gather all of that information, um, would allow us to make some of those decisions to see if it's possible to take the next steps. Uh, we do some habitat studies, some risk assessments, uh, looking at donor stocks and, and those types of issues that would allow us to move on to that next phase. What about on the Canadian side of the border? What uh, work needs to be done up here to better understand the challenges that are ahead with uh, this vision? That's, uh, that's more related to the, the Columbia River Treaty and that transboundary international issue. And as I mentioned earlier, we're kind of uh, we're on hold on that process until the, the Canadian government and federal government get together at and start to uh, renegotiate the Columbia River Treaty. Again, we're hopeful that those discussions will in, include ecosystem function and, and fish passage. That would allow us then to coordinate with First Nations and, and entities in Canada and the U.S. to determine that habitat and, again, that, that feasibility of getting those fish, uh, getting those fish home. Um. Obviously, the Columbia River Treaty is a complex, multi-stakeholder and, and multi-valued uh, um, agreement, um, which requires negotiation at the fe- you know the international, the federal level. Um, but in terms of closer to home on on your vision, uh, um, when you get out into communities and start talking about this idea. You know, what do people say to you? What is their reaction? And uh, is that um, uh, is that changing? Are people, start, is, is awareness of what you're driving to do getting out there more? And, and what are people saying about it? Yeah, generally, generally people have been very supportive through this whole process. Their, uh, their understanding of it is, is, is broad-ranged and, and supportive. They understand that the issues and and we talk about a lot of the uh, the uh, cultural aspects, the tribal issues of it, but there's a lot of economic value that would benefit uh, the entire Columbia Columbia River Basin with with including ecosystem and and fish passage. There's a lot of potential for benefit on both sides of the border if we if we get together and and look at this uh, river more as a more at the river and, and put, you know, focusing on upper, lower, and middle and start to operate it more as a, more as a whole, uh, from the headwaters to the estuary. There's a lot of, there's a lot of upstream and upstream and downstream benefits we have. Mm-hmm. Okay. And 
what would you recommend people who maybe hear this and, and get a little bit more interested in, in the concept? How can they get involved? Um, obviously, you have the meeting on June 25th here. What are some other resources they can access uh, maybe online to, to learn a little bit more? Uh, there's a lot of information on our webpage at www.ucut.com. We've got the current work plan uh, up on the website. Questions are answers to some of the questions that were raised through that, that public comment period. Um, we've got a Facebook page that's got a lot of that uh, information on it. Uh, so there's a lot of information out there. I just ask people to, to keep an open mind to to look at the look at the issues. And again, the uh, the benefits of this going forward could be huge for the for the entire basin. All right, uh, Dr. Michelle is the executive director of the Upper Columbia United Tribes. Um, he'll be giving, uh, along with others, a presentation on June 25th at 7 p.m. at the Revelstoke United Church. Um, uh, Dr. Thanks so much for taking some time to talk to me today. Thank you.